Our scripture comes out of the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2. We'll be reading verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means the least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people. Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. When I started dating my lovely wife, um, I began to take part in an activity that I hadn't done so very much prior. Um, but one that sometimes I think to myself, why am I doing this again? Uh, so Alyssa is very much a person who enjoys to hike and to be outside and to go uh, to different places that we haven't been to before. We've done some really fun hikes uh, over the years. We've gone and, and climbed up Mount uh, Manchu Picchu. We have gone to Jackson Hole and done different um, hikes around the Grand Tetons. We've gone to uh, Acadia National Park in Maine. And so we have constantly gone and done these different hikes. Um, and so this past week, we were in Albuquerque, New Mexico, because like I said, we like to travel. We like to go in, on new adventures, and we just randomly picked Albuquerque, New Mexico as our Christmas gift to one another. And so we went, and Alyssa did her research once we got there to kind of figure out what hikes she wanted to do. Because she knows that I'm not the person to go and look up what hikes to do. And so she, um, she looked up and we did one on Monday. No, we got there Monday, so on Tuesday. She's like, oh, it's just a, a five-mile hike. No, no big deal. And I was like, okay. And this is after I told her I would not do the 10-mile hike. Uh, so I did draw the line. But we're, we're going 
we're going on the hike, you know, we're getting to see the, the wonderful landscape that is New Mexico. It's very different from here. There's not uh, much uh, vegetation like there is here. It's very desert-y. Um, and so we're going, we're going, and we get about, you know, a mile and a half, two miles in. And I look at the map, which tells us kind of which direction we're going, because the trail is not very well marked. Um, but also, it tells me the elevation gain. And I look at it, and it says 1,600 feet of elevation gain. I'm like, okay, well, that's a lot. Let's see how much we've already gone, since we're kind of more than halfway done with the hike, at least in terms of the, the one way. And so I look at my watch. We had done 300 feet of elevation. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, I still have to go, have to go 13 hundred feet elevation. And so Alyssa, you know, being the awesome person that she is, she's like, oh, you got this. So she's just going on along <laughs> while I'm over here. <gasps> and so we got through it. Thank Jesus. And then we did another and it was just as bad, except this time the second hike had snow on the ground because we were going up this mountain and it, it was a whole thing. But while I struggled with getting up to the, the spots that we were going to, when we got there, the beauty, being able to look down upon the landscape in front of you, in a perspective that, you know, we don't normally get to because when we're in that town, we're usually surrounded by buildings, roads, other people. So to see it from the top of this mountain, it was a beautiful sight to see. And it was one that I only got to experience by taking that awful route to the top where there was struggle, where there was lots of I need a minute. I need one more minute. Hey, can you hand me some water? Anything I could do to, to slow down Alyssa's pace. But we got there, and we got to experience something that was beautiful and amazing. And I think about the journey that we just read about in our scripture. I think about the journey that the wise men took, where King Herod has told them about uh, this baby that is born, and, and King Herod has said, hey, I want you to go and to find this baby that they speak of, and I want you to come and tell me where he is. And so they go, and they follow the star to Bethlehem. I imagine that that journey probably was not the easiest either. I don't know necessarily how far they had to go. I don't know what the, the route was that they took. But they went. And they got there. And in, in doing so, you know, the star is over the place in which Jesus is in that moment. And they give him gifts. Gold, which is a sign of kingship. Frankincense, which represents wisdom. Myrrh, that is a sign of long life and healing. 
And they got to experience and be in the presence of this boy, Jesus. And I imagine that that experience, when they finally made it through the journey, following the star and getting to where Jesus was, saying, wow, this boy is something special. This boy is going to change the world. And we know that they've had that experience because in having that experience, they realized and knew that they didn't need to go and tell Herod where this boy was. But rather, they went on another journey to their home country in a way where they wouldn't be found, where they wouldn't encounter Herod. And so the journey that they took to acknowledge Christ and to bring him gifts and and to have that experience with him is one that still impacts us today. And And I actually think it's a really cool time for us to be talking about this journey this journey that the wise men took all those years ago. On this first day of 2023, that's right, another year has passed. And when I sit and thinking about the new year, thinking about kind of, you know, who I am today, and then I go back and I think about who I was in 2013, I was in my first year of seminary, learning all the things, wondering why on earth am I still in school? I think about 2018, that that January 1st of 2018, uh, I'm a a young 27-year-old pastor in Lynette, Alabama, and, you know, kind of just going to the beat of my own drum. I had not met my wife up to that point. I would meet her later in that year and, you know, just kind of go and gallivant around uh, the different experiences that I wanted to have. And then now, today, we change so much over time. We continue to learn. We continue to grow. We continue to move forward. The journey of life that we are on, it never ends in a certain spot. You know, we can't just say, oh, look at there. I've done everything I need to. There's nothing more that I can learn. There's nothing more that I can do to grow. There's nothing more that I can experience. Because that's just not the case. So we continue on the journey. We continue to grow. We continue to learn. It's not always easy. It's not always rainbow and unicorns. As much as we wish it was, but yet we learn from those experiences. We grow. And we continue to push forward. We continue to figure out 
how we can become the people God has created, right? To the fullness of who God has created us to be. How we can continue to fulfill the call that God has created us for. We continue on that journey. And as we continue on that journey, just as the wise men, we have opportunities to experience Christ. We have opportunities to experience and continue to know of that love and that grace that comes through Jesus Christ. And so, on this January 1st, 2023, I pray in this new year that we continue to find ways to move forward in our lives, to move forward in our faith, to move forward in our relationships with each other, to move forward towards the call that God has created us for. No matter if it means new jobs, maybe fulfilling educational goals, family goals, roles within the church, figuring out new ways to serve. But to move forward in our faith, to continue on the journey, and to never stop, just as the wise men never stopped, so that they could experience Jesus Christ. Let us move forward, not only in our individual lives, but let us move forward as a church. Let us move forward as the body of Christ to continue to find new and effective ways to share Jesus Christ to the world. Because we, as the body of Christ, we want everyone to join us and to be in community with us and to know of God's love, of God's presence, and of God's grace. Amen? Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for the journey that you put before us. And Lord, we just ask that you continue to help us move forward. No matter what the struggles that come may be, continue to help us grow, to grow in our faith, to grow in our understanding, to grow in relationship with you, our God, so that we can continue to fulfill the call that you have created each and every one of us for. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.